Welcome to the Pilot Boys Podcast, where you'll get the real on all things sports, music, and pop culture. And here are your hosts, Vishwant and Partha. And we're back. Episode 142, Deep Dive, Partha, something I put some thought into over the weekend. You know what I spend my long weekends doing is thinking. <laughs> and the topic today is consistency leads to efficiency. Um, and what triggered this thought is the theory or the understanding of what consistency is is very simple to understand, right? Just doing the same thing consistently repeated over and over and over will lead to results. And if you look at what leads to success overall, um, consistency is kind of the element that has led every brand, every athlete, every celebrity to that. That's the differentiating factor between them and everybody else that's trying to do it. Obviously, you add in all the other factors. There are more factors in consistency that lead to success. But I think the misgiving is that it's something that's very easy to understand, but for whatever reason, and for realistic reasons, very difficult to execute, right? For any person, it's one of those things that it takes years and years to mas master. I'm still working on it. I'm sure you're still working on it in certain degrees. But what I've found is that the things that I am consistent with, I get the best results from. Now, what makes it difficult is is like anything else with all the distractions and everything that's going on, it's really difficult to discipline yourself to do something consistently, right? Um, but the reward, and this is what people don't realize, is when people think about consistency, it's like, oh, I got to do the same thing over and over again. It's going to take up time. I want to have my, my freedom. But the reality that people don't think about is that when you do do something consistently over and over and over again, you become more efficient in how you do it. And actually is a secret to unlocking more of your free time than not being consistent does. Like, and, and also get the reward of being productive and being satisfied with what you do. That's kind of the thought that I had about this over the weekend. I thought it's just interesting. I feel like these topics and things we get inundated with like just blanket statements, be consistent. Consistency leads to success, but nobody really breaks down what it means to actually get there, which is not easy. And the second part of it is the reward for getting, what the actual reward is for getting there, which is it's not a burden to be consistent and to put more things into your schedule. It's actually a release and a relief. So with that, I will pass on to you. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I would add conscious consistency as well, because I know a lot of folks who will, will do something every day, but they'll go through the motions or their mind will be somewhere else where they do it. And I think, you know, we all know those like productivity hacker types who yeah. need to show you how productive they are all the time. They might have consistency down because they figured out how to get themselves to do something, but yeah. without consciousness and awareness, you don't actually get the learnings and the growth that consistency can bring. So 100%. there's this there's this element it's not i think the thing with conscious focus is it's not it shouldn't be draining for you it shouldn't be tiring it shouldn't be exhausting you shouldn't be dead tired at the end of your day it's more just approaching it with a certain like slow down a little bit focus your energy focus your pace 
on what you're doing and just do it well. And if you just do that part consistently, I think it's bringing the consciousness and the awareness in, I think helps reduce the mental strain of a lot of these tasks that can get very arduous for us. And like one example I would think of like, you know, it's easy with the professional examples, but let's, let's go with something um, that's maybe not professional. So for me, it's like, there's different elements I've been trying to add to my morning routine. There's like a physical kind of stretching type of energization exercise I'm doing plus a breathwork exercise and just doing these things every single day will get boring for me very, very quickly. But if I'm fully present in the moment and I'm focusing on what does it feel like if I'm trying to do, you know, some pushups every morning when I get out of bed, what does it feel like on my triceps, on my shoulder? How does my chest feel? How does my back feel? Just by asking myself these questions, it brings me into the present moment. I do the exercise. Most of the exercise I'm not really focused on, oh, this is sore, that's sore. I'm just focused on paying attention to every part of myself that's involved in this. And as a result, it's constantly intriguing for me because every single day there's it's different, it's new, and it keeps mm-hmm. me focused on improving myself. And for me, at least, that's like the critical part of maintaining because if I'm just consistent, I've been the guy as well who's just is able to drag themselves to the gym every day. You know, there's a certain way to, to get yourself to operate like that, but you end up burning out very, very quickly. And burnout's a real thing that can come from not approaching your work in a way that you're sustaining your longevity and your ability to reapproach it. Um, in today's day and age of, you know, healing and, and, you know, trauma relief and all the things that we go through in society, I think it's a hot topic to think about recovery and rehab. And especially here in LA, the number of people I know who go to cryo, who go get massages, yeah. who go do all these things, it's high. And I think that's a good thing for society. But, you know, at the same time, if recovery from just you living your life and doing your job is that extensive, like, maybe you need to consider having a more restful way that you approach your life and your job. Yeah. And the, and, and the reality is there's always this, this concept that people feel like there's so much time. And the reality is when you really look at how human being functions, the amount of time that you have to be productive and the amount of time that you have to relax is limited, right? Because there's what, 164, eight hours in a week, something like that. You sleep eight hours. You should be sleeping six to eight hours a day. Uh, You got to take time to eat three to five meals a day, depending on how you eat. You have to work. And you also have to make time for fitness, your well-being. And when you add that up and you look at how many hours are actually in a day, your time is not as unlimited as you believe if you want to be efficient and get to wherever it is. And that's why consistency forces you to have structure and prioritize the things that are most important to use your time on. Because if you don't do that, there's so many ways that we can get easily distracted, um, specifically around the idea of time. Um, And I find myself that way. Like I've been even like since, you know, since you've had me kind of like, forcing me to start using these calendar apps and, 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 and structure my days a little bit better. Um, I've noticed a change because now I know what I can't do 
right? Like what I can't make time for better than before, which was because of the day was instruction. I didn't know, hey, during this time period, I can't do anything else. Sometimes that thing that I needed to get done didn't get done because I didn't set aside, clearly set aside in my day the time that was required for me to do that during that day. So it just doesn't get done. You know, best examples with our podcast, right? Like the two weeks that we set that schedule where, okay, right afterwards, you're going to clip the clips and do it. Today, this morning, I put that into my schedule, into my calendar, because now I'm forcing myself to put that time in my schedule. So it's because when I didn't have that, I just said, okay, I'm going to do it afterwards. I faded. I didn't do it consistently. But during that time when I was doing it consistently, the results were coming in for us, right? Like we're getting things up efficiently and it doesn't take that much time. When you push it off and push it off, it becomes more overwhelming to do. That's another yeah. thing about setting those consistent time frames in your life because if not, things can get overwhelming that shouldn't be overwhelming. Yeah, that's well said. I think also there's like, there's a certain um, kind of conditioning you have to build within yourself to maintain consistency. If you've not been consistent in your life, it's not, it's not just going to be a switch flip. All of a sudden, you never miss a day for the rest of your life. It's just going to be that the days that you miss become less and less frequent. And that's, yeah. that's a part of the journey as well. So I think it's important not to judge yourself for messing up or missing a day or not being as, as you know, productive as you could have been or whatever the task may be, because it happens for everybody. But as long as you can find ways to get out of your head and into the task you're working on, nothing will be difficult. And, yeah. you know, I can express personally when it comes to, um, you know, if I have to edit some clips, we'll use that clip as an example. I get 15 clips from V. It takes me about two hours to edit 15 clips just because of how long it takes the computer to process them. It can be really, really tempting to say, hey, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that later tonight at the end of my yeah. work day. But what's easier is whenever I'm, you know, taking my rest time or my break time or, you know, watching YouTube or something to just do it on the computer while I cut the clips up and just chip away at it. And the difference in where my mind is at is when I don't want to do something, my mind is focused on the amount of effort required to get that thing done and where my current energy level is, meaning that my energy level would be more low, meaning I'm carrying like a relative amount of stress in that time. But if I chill myself out and I focus on the task and I just think, okay, let me make some really sick clips. Let me go in. It's rote work since they're already cut up. I'm just kind of putting them into a template. But let me go in and do this well in a focused way. I get immersed in the task. Usually I end up recharged. Exactly. The task gets done. I think that's the difference between approaching something from the sense of like, uh, it's almost like there's a like guilt, I think, involved in like getting something done. It's like the responsibility of it. I think there's elements of guilt. A lot of people feel like, oh, if I yeah. don't do this, I'm going to let people down or, you know, I'm going to let myself down if you get rid of all that and you just focus on the task, it's very relaxing to actually, you know, get shit done. Yeah. And when you get it done and you get the results and it, it, it's a good feeling, it's, it, yeah. it triggers, it triggers, it triggers a good feeling for your mind. It's, it's a fight against depression, right? Or yeah. all these things that we, we talk about that can get, take your mind into a negative place. These are things that can make you feel good about yourself. Um, yeah. 
That's and, why chores are important too. I think chores yeah, are fundamental for this. The the more things that you say I'll get to later, um, the harder your life becomes. Yeah. That's that's something I've learned. It's like the things that I say, oh, I'll get to it later versus just saying I need to get this done and I I'm, I'm gonna get it done um now um or setting the time that I'm going to get it done in and making that clear. Those two things are very important because I am a very unstructured thinker. I I can operate without a schedule. I can get I can operate efficiently and get what I need to get done. But the reality is that just because you're an unstructured thinker doesn't mean you have an obligation in whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're, you know, in in a corporation, it's not just about you. There's also an entire ecosystem that depends on you being reliable. Um to a certain degree and accountable. And the best way to do that is by setting consistency for people to also understand because people know when, when you have a structure, people know and they don't get frustrated when you don't pick up the call or you don't answer the text or you don't respond to the email because you can clearly say, I couldn't get to your email because I was doing this versus just making someone feel like you were ignoring them for no reason at all. I found that also to be helpful. It's helpful in your interpersonal relationships too, to kind of have that structure as well, where people know like they don't take things personally as much when they know that your time wasn't available because your time was taken doing something or had something, a previous obligation that you had to take care of. Yeah, that's such a great point. People get conditioned to the structure you create in your life. So you take a nine to five job, people know they can't reach you from nine to five. But if you're say an artist and you're at home, you know, making music all day, you respond to texts from, you know, whenever you get them, then it's very, very hard for somebody to adjust to not hearing from you for six hours randomly. And that's, you know, until you do that over a consistent period of time, every single day, People don't really realize how your schedule works and they'll subconsciously get used to knowing when to reach out to be able to get the response. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I stress to kind of my friends and family and people that I I know is this idea of if you're always available, um, people adjust to your availability. And that is a stunt on your ability to reach your full potential um, as a human being by always being available to what everyone else needs you for, right? And, and that's something that we have to undo is is that sense that you need to always be available. You, yeah. you, you know, and, and it also becomes habitual because people will call the person that they know is always available and not respect their time, not respect their privacy, not respect, um, respect a lot of things um, that you need to kind of become the most efficient, productive person that you need. And this isn't just about work. This is also about how you feel and, and how you unlock whatever it is your potential is for yourself in, in this, in, in finding the purpose that you have in this life. Absolutely. The, the other thing I, I want to, you know, kind of bring up along these lines is just that when you optimize for time efficiency, I think you lose some of, you know, what makes us tick. Like I, I'm a believer in energy efficiency. So yeah. when it comes to how you structure your tasks, 
think about the flow of the day. Like if you have six meetings in a row, you're going to be drained. But if you have three meetings and you take a break for yourself for two hours, maybe you go to the gym, maybe you cook yourself for some lunch, go on a walk and then get back into the next three hours, yeah. your energy will feel totally different at the end of that day. And you might feel like, well, if I do all these meetings in a row and, uh, you know, then I can be more productive or I can squeeze more into, into my day. And I think that's a flawed way to look at it. If you're looking at it just from the sense of time, because that's how robots are designed is or manufacturing lines. It's about time, time efficiency, because the machines have certain capacity, but we as humans have essentially infinite capacity because we're driven creatively in terms of what we create. Yeah. So when your energy is maximized, your creative ability comes out and then the solutions you think of are not there. It's not related to time at all. Like what you're able to bring to the table in each of your meetings and discussions becomes elevated in a meaningful way. And that drastically can impact your life. And so uh, I think it's really important to, as you're building schedule structure, consistency in your life to be aware of how it feels to live your life and what parts of your day, are tiring you out and then assess that and tweak and try new things. You, you know, yep. That's, that's a great point. And one, one kind of my last point on this is also, I think one of the, the worst things that we as human beings deal with is this concept that everybody talks about now, FOMO, right? The fear of missing out mm-hmm. when you have, and you set your day in a way that it's structured, that you do things consistently, that feeling that fear of missing out on what's happening with the rest of the world or what you're missing out on also gets reduced. And that's healthy, right? Because FOMO is not a healthy, uh, a healthy thing in small quantities. It can be right. Because if it's a driver for you to work harder, if it's a driver for you, it can work. But that it, that's the other thing that this whole consistency leads to efficiency thing is it, it leads to an efficiency and, and, in the amount of time that you spend thinking about what you're missing out on because your time is occupied doing something that is meaningful and leading to a better life for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think kind of to, to recap this, I think when, when we approach doing something every single day and being on top of it, our bodies and minds tend to optimize just on their own. It doesn't really, you know, require that much other than actually focusing on what you're doing. When you do that, your output can get pretty nuts. It can be 10x what you're doing right now in less time just by going through the process over and over. And the mindset it takes to do that is not caring about the output as much, but just focusing on doing the craft, doing the task. So if you're a woodworker, don't worry about how many tables you made in a day, but just focus on making the best legs and tables and assembling them as well as you can. And over time, your output will go up on its own, probably faster than if you were trying to raise it manually. Yep. Yep. That, that, that thought is applies to every single thing you're trying to do in your life. Stop worrying about the numbers and just focus on the work and perfecting the craft versus attaching numbers to everything. I need to do this many, this make this many things. I need to, it's, it just changes how productive you are as a person when you don't attach 
those type of limiting beliefs on it because however many you can make, how many tables that you can make at the best possible quality is what you want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think on that note, v, we, you know, we, I think this is a good example of consistency, how we've gone with the podcast. You know, we've done this every week now for, I mean, pretty close to pretty close to two years, I think. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's funny because there are so many people that I know who started podcasts and who said we're doing it every week and we set it a, a timeline and we didn't do it one week. That one week led to three weeks. And before you know it, they're po that's why most people quit podcasting or quit anything is because they don't set that sort of sort of uh, flow. Um, yeah. That, and that I think you just have to accept that some days your output is going to be worse than it was the day before. Yeah, we've had some shitty podcasts along the yeah. way, you know, yeah. so but we've done it. Every, like, the overall trend is better, but, you know, it's a scatter plot. Yeah. yeah. There are some that are not quite as good as others, so, but... Yeah. You know, people don't like every episode of every show, right? So it's no. it's um, just one of no. those things. So yeah. on that note, if you're you know if you're listening, we appreciate your consistency. We appreciate yeah. you listening every week, and you know, let us know if you're able to translate some of this into your life. Definitely. On that note, always remember to stay moving. Uh, be you. You is fly. Holla, boys out. Probably boys we get on up, we gon' fly, we